0: What is the difference between what to do as a leader and how to be as a leader? Over the next few weeks, we'll be talking with neuropsychologist Dr. Steve Swabley and licensed clinical social worker Jeremy Spidel from Truist Leadership Institute to better understand the nuance between do and be.
1: I think it's an important distinction to make, and I think it's one of the things that really makes Truist Leadership Institute unique in that our focus is not just on the what to do as a leader but also that how to be peace and we can certainly talk about you know what makes up each of those pieces um, giving each of them a, a definition if you will um, but before we get to that I think it's important just to, to recognize that that how to be peace is really the most difficult part of of being a leader. And in many ways, it's the part that's most challenging to develop within uh, a leader. At least that's been my my experience. Jeremy, what would be your your experience with that? Any thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, absolutely, Steve. I, and I, I totally agree. I think that a lot of leaders, when they think about the idea of what to do, it starts to fall into that strategic bucket. You know, how do I build a strategy? How do I make a plan? How do I build some action steps around what I want to accomplish? What this team or organization needs to accomplish? The how to be is, it gets a little more into the art of it, you know? Uh, and and that could be a little trickier because that's like, well, well, how do I need to show up in a way? That people are going to respond. How do we need to show up in a way that people are going to engage and embrace this way forward? Um, that is, is a little more difficult. It's something that often is not, um, easily scriptable and it requires, um, a lot more adaptability, awareness and, um, and really an ability to, to connect with your people, um, so that you can actually carry out the great strategy, the great plans that you've put forth.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think you hit on some of the components of the definition of each of those. The, what to do is exactly as you said, it's the strategy, it's the, it's the, it's the task oriented things of being a leader, um, ranging from the technical competencies to maybe industry specific skills. It's more of a, of a, of a task oriented management kind of approach. Whereas the how-to-be is much more relationship-oriented and much more about how, as you said, how do I show up as a leader? And, you know, one of the things I like to do is in making the distinction between the what-to-do and the how-to-be is to take an example like delegation, for example. Every great leader has to know how to delegate effectively. And you can read a book. That tells you the seven steps of great delegation, but how you deliver those seven steps, the way that you show up and the way that you communicate those seven steps is critical to those steps being effective in um, delegating a a responsibility or a task or an assignment to uh, a teammate
2: and and, I, and that was something that i found even even in my own experience and certainly in a lot of the leaders that i've worked with is that it, so many of the times i'll just speak from my own experience i i could have created just a, a great plan on paper uh and and had it where you know anybody could have looked at that and said that's it you nailed it you figured out you figured out how to delegate this and then the the spots where I had the missteps, the pop, the spots where it all came tumbling down was if I didn't nail it on the how to be part. And and I found that uh, some of my best times as a leader were when I got that part right, when I got the how to be part right. And some of my lowest points as a leader were when I had some missteps there. And I think it's a really, really crucial distinction that um, a lot of us, we just, you know, we've we made a habit we've made a living, we've made a career out of getting things done. And so it's easy for us often to play in that space of task and make it happen, get it done. Uh, what do we do? It's a lot more difficult sometimes to step back and uh, and start to try to play in that space of how to be. Um, and that requires more introspection and more awareness about ourselves and more awareness about others. And then Actually finding a way to act on that awareness in a way that's that's moving things forward um, in relationships and that can be complex
1: it's what typically helps people be successful early in their careers is being really good at the task oriented stuff right it's if i'm if I'm good at doing things and getting things done um I get promoted and eventually I get put in charge of a project or I get put in charge of a team and now all of a sudden there's a shift that has to take place away from actually doing the work to getting the work done through people. And I think that's so critical as a leader is to know, how do you do that? How do you, how do you leverage other people in an organization or on your team to accomplish the mission of the team, the tasks of the team without actually doing those tasks yourself? And that's where the, that's where the how to be comes in as a as a critical component of of leadership.
0: So can a leader be successful by just focusing on that what to do?
1: Um I'll give you my thoughts on it and then I'd love to hear Jeremy's thoughts as well. I think um initially the answer is yes. I think if I think that's where most leaders begin, is they get into a leadership role. Typically, it's because they've been, as I said, very effective at some technical aspect of of the job. And because they are so informed about that technical aspect, they're respected by others and they're seen as kind of the go-to person for how to accomplish that task. But over time, that begins to to wear off, if you will, as um, nothing stays static in our world today. And what we did to be successful last year is not going to be enough for us to be successful next year. And so as the, the technology changes and the thing that got me to be a leader to begin with, my technical expertise, begins to maybe grow old or to wear thin, um and I and if I haven't leveraged the people on my team or in my organization that can help me and the organization grow, I I lose I lose my edge. And over time you lose your effectiveness as as a leader.
2: Jeremy, That's what, so good for you Yeah. yeah. I, especially as you made the distinction the the higher up you go. And and to a certain degree, yeah, I, I think that you can focus on on the what to do's, and we are all evaluated on results to to a certain standpoint, right? Like they, like we have to get it done. We have to demonstrate um, the value that we are adding, the value that we're creating. Results and outcomes are absolutely part of the equation. I think where the danger is, and I've, I've seen this with with a lot of leaders I've worked with, is that as they continue to go up higher and higher and higher, um, it's like this new skill set. I was talking to a leader earlier today and he was describing it as the razor's edge. You know, there's just this razor's edge of, yeah, uh, if I, if I misstep here or I don't completely navigate this relationship well, um, all those outcomes that I'm going to be evaluated on, they may come tumbling down. And if I don't at the same time navigate this other relationship with this person that has a whole different set of needs, whole different set of expectations, um, I could also jeopardize the outcomes that I'm going to be evaluated on. And so it was, it was really fun to talk with him about, uh, that razor's edge and that as you get higher and higher in leadership, um, that's those kind of distinctions are what starts to differentiate the leaders that are like at at a sustained level of excellence versus ones that are just pretty good. And I, I think it's really, really important to to understand the nuances there and the interplay between this whole how to be part and this whole task versus relationships or or using relationships and I and I don't mean using it in a bad way, but uh utilizing and leveraging the relationships that you have in order to accomplish those tasks that are so important. Um that's a huge distinction.
1: Yeah, it's a really important one. I think it's one sometimes I find gets misunderstood when we begin talking about the how-to-be. I think sometimes there's this misperception that, well, then results aren't important. And as you state, results are critical, and we have to get results. The how-to-be is just getting those results in a different way. And it's getting results through a different modality. And if we do it right, we get better results than if we're doing it all on our own. And, and, yes. and you know, I think make, making that distinction of, um, it's not that results don't matter any longer. It's that we get those results through developing relationships with others where we have, we have instead of one person charging ahead, trying to create the results we want we've got a whole team creating those results
2: yeah and and I'm hearing a couple of things sustainability and and efficiency um effectiveness like anna's original question was, can a leader be successful by just focusing on the what to do and and maybe yeah, maybe you can uh, be successful once or twice um but what happens the, the third time that you're going back to somebody after you've maybe burned a bridge or not treated them in a respectful way or not really cultivated that relationship, um, chances are the results that you're after aren't going to be sustainable. Um, and then I think Steve was talking really about bringing everybody in and, and utilizing that and just like harnessing the energy of so many people. You're going to be more effective. You're going to be more efficient. Um, and so all that to me starts to build into that sustainable piece as well. So, can you be successful? Yeah, once or twice. If you're looking for the long game and, and trying to build, you know, decades of a career around this, um, oof, if you're only focused on what to do, it's it's going to be a a, a a difficult journey. Would be be what I would say.
0: On our next episode, we'll explore how leaders can navigate task versus relationship, and reactive versus responsive. Make sure you're subscribed to this podcast to receive each episode directly to your listening device. Are you ready to explore opportunities to strengthen your leadership or your team? We'd love to talk to you about it. Email me at Truist.com to start the conversation. For show notes or to learn more about Truist Leadership Institute, visit us on the web at truistleadershipinstitute.com. Leadership Amplitude is a podcast production of Truest Leadership Institute. All rights reserved.